going to Florida, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom shakalaka lak, boom shakalaka lak, we're going to Florida, we're going to Florida. Boom shakalaka lak, boom shakalaka lak. And welcome to take two of this small handle podcast. Um, this month we've got the wonderful Wendy Prey to join us and the other holes to fill to give you an insight into some travel arrangements and travel things in Florida. If you're wondering why I'm rushing this, it's because I've just done the intro and forgot to press the record button. <laughs> I always mess them up somehow, and there's the mess up this time. Well, other than that, uh, welcome Wendy. How are you doing? Good, doing well, thank you. For the second time. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we've got Wendy on to give you a some travel advice, what's going on in the US. We'll give a bit of an insight of what's happening over in the UK as well. Get Wendy out there to show show the world that there is things outside of what's going on at the moment and you still can plan things and Wendy's here to help you all the way. So yeah, Wendy, do like I said before, obviously we're recording this again, but um the travel advice that's going on in the US at the moment. What's the best advice? all the travel arrangements that are going on at the moment? Well, everything is starting to open back up again and each place has different rules and requirements and assurances to the customer about what they're doing to be safe. And so but what we're doing is we're just trying to keep up with all of it and, you know, pay attention to which places are, you know, offering better um, services and, you know, a better comfort level for guests and then you know kind of go from there it, it a lot of it just depends on what people want to do because you know i think some people have been cooped up for so long that they're just i i just want to get out you know I'm, I'm just ready to get myself out there i'm tired of being in the house and so um you know they're places are booking up so and there's really some good prices to be had if you're if you're willing to get out there for sure yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, uh, like I said, at the moment, the travel advice from the UK is non-travel to the US. Oh, but yeah. we have um, the Virgin starting to fly from the 20th of July. So the oh, okay. uh, Virgin have said they are starting. Oh, sorry, uh, they have started. They have said that they are starting to fly from the 20th of July. Uh, there's no official anything from the government to say you can fly yet. But Virgin have said they're going to fly. They're going to start to fly. So on the UK side, things can start to Start looks like start getting forward from the 20th of July. Obviously, in just the say, US, Simon, Simon, yeah. I would say just possibly because the British government are all over the place on this. So, yeah. as of this recording, this is what we've been told from Virgin and what the government are saying. But you, um, obviously, the state different states have different um requirements going into Florida. There's a couple of states I believe have got quarantines in place, yes, like New York, right. So it's just certain areas that have got it, not everywhere. Right. And even that's changing all the different requirements. Like for a while there, Louisiana had one, but I think theirs is about to expire. And so, you know, you just have to check with your state to see what, you know, what, what's yeah. okay and what's not. Obviously we mentioned that you uh, do we cover different vacations and different travel plans. All of them. So what actually do you actually cover yourself? as a travel agent, do you do everything? Do you do just little things? Well, my, my big specialty areas are Disney, Universal, yeah. and the cruise line. So um, cruising is totally, yeah. <laughs> completely out now. But um, so what, what we've been doing is um, Universal's up and running with the exception of a couple of resort hotels. They're, they're good to go. And so I've, you know, we're starting to get clients back at Universal. And so far the feedback's been positive about um, how they feel once they're there with all the um, social distancing and, you know, wearing the masks and all that. And then um, I also do all-inclusive resort vacations. And so we've been keeping up with what countries are opening back up. For example, Mexico's open again, and so I've got a lot of Texas clients that are going to, you know, Cancun, Cozumel, places like that. 
And then um, there's a couple of um, resort areas in Orlando, like for people who maybe don't want to go back to Disney quite yet, but they want to get out there and they want to be able to do the things that Orlando offers or, you know, be within a short drive of the beach. So there's a couple of resorts like, um, like the Marriott Grand Lakes or Marriott Resorts, Grand Hyatt Resorts, you know, places like that. Um, the Grand, the Hyatt Regency Grand is opening up on the 24th this month. And those, there's some areas over there where if you, um, you know, whereas in the past, somebody may come to Orlando and only do Disney for a full week, yeah. you know, now might be a good time to come out and do a little bit of everything. Spend a few days at Universal, go to SeaWorld for a day, go to the beach for a day. Yeah, that well, that, that, that's what that's what this podcast is about as well. It's not just about the main 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 six as they call it, but there is these other yeah. things outside there. There's other things outside of the the main theme parks, and that's what we're trying to get across to other people. Like you can go to Orlando or just Florida, and there's loads of other things you can do besides. Oh yeah, parks. it's a bit of a a bit of a personal. What got you into the travel industry? Just as a curiosity. Well, um, I. I've been a teacher for a really long time. And so way back in the day, um, I was planning vacations for all my teacher friends. They would say, hey, I'm yeah. going to Disney. I don't know what I'm doing. Can you help me out? And so I would help them out I'd plan their itineraries, tell them what to do. Because we go to Disney all the time. We go at least, at least once a year, a lot of times more. And we go to Universal and we do cruises all the time. So we travel quite a bit. And, and it was funny because one of my friends just said, hey, you, you need to make money doing this because you put a lot of work in here. And so I looked around and that's where I found uh, Ethical Journeys. And I've been with them since 2012. They're, they're an excellent company. They're, they're considered an earmark agency, which means they, you know, they do a certain amount of money for Disney every year. So they get that earmark status. Cool. And, you know, they're considered the experts. And um, so I've just, I've been with them ever since. And, and I love it. It's a, I mean, it's so much fun to plan vacations for families, especially when I can't go as much as I'd like. So it's like I yeah. live vicariously through all my clients. Yeah, so you get a little, little bit of Disney magic with actually just by sprinkling a little bit of pixie dust yourself. Yeah. Right. So if, obviously, with the things that are outside the parks that we're, we're mainly talking about as well, uh, would you recommend anything outside the parks? I, you know, like any any attractions or beaches or anything like that? If you Well, we're, our family, um, I have a 19-year-old son, a 15-year-old daughter, so we've been traveling for a long time. And so what, I mean, there there's a, a lot in Orlando to see outside of Disney and Universal. I mean, it's, it's still a, a great place to visit, even if you're not going to the big parks. But we're also fans of just, you know, exploring all the different beaches and the beach yeah. towns that are around because there, there's such a variety. And, and if you can stay in a centralized location, I mean, you could go visit some beaches that are only an hour away. Like if you say, you know, you're going to rent a car for a week, there, there's, you know, you can go to the Gulf side. One of our favorite beaches is Clearwater. And, and then you could even go back over to, um, you know, like the Cape Canaveral area and, um, you know, visit the Atlantic side, see some beaches over there. Um, even, you know, even though the cruises aren't going, you can still see the ships like still coming in and out, you know, getting supplies and dropping people off, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah. We've, so, we have, I think we've actually got one of the Disney ships in one of our ports at the moment. And I think it's in Dover. Yeah, uh, I, think, I think they're... You're right, they're still there, aren't they? I think mm -hmm. it's a magic still there. So, yeah. Yeah, so it is, like, like we've, said, we've said on this podcast before, there's loads of things to do outside of the parks. And that's a prime example. There's beaches you can spend the day. I think uh, you've been to a few of the beaches, haven't you, Phil? I uh, know. I missed out on one last year because, obviously, the hospital situation. Yeah. Um, that was Daytona. I've been to Clearwater must about three or four times now. Um, it's probably one of the most relaxing places I've ever been to on the planet. <laughs> It's not, especially as I go more off peak, it's um, not so commercial at that time as well. So right. just to recharge your batteries, it's probably one of the best places you can go to. Right, well, saying that about your, your most relaxing, what would you, Wendy, what would you say would you be your favourite time of year to travel? Oh, I... Into the, well, into the Orlando area anyway, put it that way. When would you say would be your favourite time to go? I like going in September and October. And then oh, I also yeah. like, 
going in April and May. <laughs> so, oh, let's not talk about my. I was meant to be there in May. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's really all I've got. Have you got anything, Phil? No, there's just one thing I'm more interested in. Um, Disney Cruise Line. How easy is it like to book that for a UK guest if they know absolutely nothing about it? Well, I, I can take care of that. The main thing with Disney, as opposed to the other cruise lines, is you want to book as early as you possibly can. So what I'll do is um, I kind of make a list of my interested clients for the opening day for the next batch of cruise dates that are going to open up. And because if you can book them, then that's when you can get the best rate. Um, other cruise lines like Royal and Carnival will have sales, you know, periodically throughout the time. I love how I'm gesturing with my hands, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. and it doesn't matter. <laughs> but, um, but for Disney, yeah, I would book as far in advance as you can. And then that way, you know, you can get the best rates, you can get the best rooms. Um, and then I offer onboard credits. So if you book with me, then you get you can get a lot of money to to spend on that alcohol while you're on the ship. <laughs> no, definitely what you need. Yeah, um, we we've been watching to see what kind of things that they're going to change up a bit. And the main talk right now is that they're going to be um, kind of moving away from the big buffet um, concept that you, you know all the cruises do. But one thing is back when Disney was unrolling all kinds of precautions for the um oh gosh the norovirus yeah. um they were already well equipped to to switch their buffets over where you know you would go through the line and point out what you want and they would hand the food over to you so um that i don't think it's going to be a huge step for disney to be able to put in the precautions that they need to do well, that's a good thing to know yeah, definitely. Because that's what, that's what we never, you know, we never actually get to hear much about the Disney Cruise Lines that much. So we that's some really we good love it. Yeah. We're really big fans of it. Um, the you know one thing that Disney does different from the other cruise lines is they they have set dining times instead of like that anytime dining. So you pick you know either the earlier dining time, which a lot of people with young kids do, or you can pick the later dining time. And then each night they have shows. And some of the shows are just, you know, like Broadway quality. Um, one of our favorite ones is seeing uh, Beauty and the Beast on The Dream. And so, it, like, if you have late seating, then you go to the show first, and then you go to your dinner. Or, you know, if, you, if you've got the early seating, you go the other way around. Um, they don't have any all-inclusive alcohol packages, which can be a bad thing if you drink a lot. But there's some things that they have some beer packages that you can do where you can get a discount if you buy a lot of beer or, um, but the nice thing is, is all the sodas and drinks are all included. So for like my teenagers that drink folks all the time, then, you know, they're, they're good. They're covered and we're not having to pay for those packages. So they're more inclusive than all the other cruise lines. You don't have all those little extra expenses where you feel like everything is just completely adding up. That's, that's good to know. Cause I, I, personally, I've never been on a cruise ever. Oh, even, okay. I, I, even, even one in Europe with it's not, it's not what me and the missus have ever fancied really doing. But we never fancied going to Florida until 11 years ago. And now we've been back 10 times. So oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> you never know. You never know what's going to happen. Some fantastic insight though, Wendy. Thank you very much. Would, Simon, um, before we go, yeah. I'm just wondering um, for Wendy's side of it, how she's going to handle the new Disney booking to go and see, you know, to um, go to the different results and that. Because obviously they're planning to keep that for 2021 as well. Yeah, good question. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're trying to figure out right now. I mean, everything is just completely locked down. It's, it's pretty funny. The only thing I can do is cancel a vacation. <laughs> I'm not yeah. I'm doing anything else. And so that's why I've got some clients that are hanging on to their reservation going, well, I'm going to wait and see what they offer me. But the, um, you know, right now, the only ones that are open, opening up are the DVC resorts. And so like if somebody is booked at like Port Orleans Riverside or an all-star, they're getting moved over, which is great, you know, yeah. on the pricing. But um, I don't know if y'all saw, but they, they released the list of restaurants that are going to be open during this first wave of openings. No, I didn't see it. 
Okay, so they, it's not, they haven't announced any other ones at the parks, but they've announced the ones at the resorts that are opening up. So an example is at the Contemporary, the Wave is opened up, but Chef Mickey's is not, which that's kind of no surprise being a character meal. But I noticed at the Animal Kingdom Resort that Sauna was opened up, but Boma was not. And you know, Boma is a buffet. And so I thought, okay, well, that makes sense. Don't, don't open the buffet right now. Yeah. At um, at the Wilderness Lodge, they've got the um, the Whispering Canyon Cafe and Roaring Forks opened up, but I didn't see um, the Artist Point one, you know, like the storybook dining with the, you know, Snow White and all that. Um, so there, you can kind of tell they're being real strategic on which restaurants are opening up and which ones aren't. Yeah, you, you, you've got to try and keep yourself one step ahead of what... <laughs> Disney are predicting to open up and you don't know until the things open up and then you probably get a big influx of information coming at once and it's right. Like, where do we start? So yeah, um, I don't envy your job at the moment trying to get <laughs> <laughs> trying to get everyone sorted. But um fingers crossed yeah. we'll get things uh, sorted soon and we'll we'll have more information and we'll be able to uh get things rolling for you again. So yeah. um, how can people contact you then, Wendy? Um okay. Well, you can uh, find me on Twitter or Instagram. I'm at, um, on all of those, I'm at WP Magic Journeys. Um, I've got my website, WPMagicJourneys.com. And, um, you know, Facebook's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll, well I'll, I'll pull all the links and I'll put them in the show notes for everyone to just click on the button and go straight to the website or straight to the Twitter. We'll get, we'll get them all uh, linked in for you. So, yeah. If you're right. if you're dying to get out, if you're if you're feeling antsy at home, I mean there there's definitely some options for you. The a lot of the airlines are being real flexible on their cancellation policies. Uh, some of the prices are just way too for flights right now. So you know just depending on where your comfort level is, if you're wanting to get out somewhere, you know definitely reach out because we can probably find something that'll work for you for sure. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Thank you very much. Yeah, so um, again, thank you very much, Wendy. Yeah, thanks for having me. Some thank some you. very enlightening information. We never, I never thought I'd actually need to know. So, um, I thank you for joining me as well, Phil. I've been quite quiet, but <laughs> tired. <laughs> if everyone's wondering, <laughs> um, do you know the immortal words, Wendy? Uh oh, what are the immortal words? Go on, I'll let you do it then, Phil. Tune the music.
And just like that, we're back. Um, yeah, guys, we're back. We're just going to have a quick little chat with me and Phil. Um, Wendy's floated off and started booking all your travel that you should be doing now. So contact Wendy, do your things. Links will be in the show notes. Contact Wendy for all your travel arrangements. Yeah, we're going to give you a quick chat about uh, something that dropped. Was it this morning? Was it this afternoon? Um, if we're... Obviously, there's going to be a release date the 18th of June. It has dropped, yes. Yeah, this is... Give people an idea. Yeah. Well, it's the... Usually, the um, most accurate... I can't even say that word. Most accurate... <laughs> I can't say it. <laughs> say say one more time. <laughs> no. It's, <laughs> it's Speculation Map version 3 for Halloween Horror Nights 30, which is usually the best one. <laughs> That's how I'm going to say it. So, um, yeah, when he releases this one, this is usually the one that has most of the correct information on it. Uh, Phil pointed out to me today, so we thought we'd share it with you. Yes. So, um, go on. Go on, mate. Sorry, my bad. <laughs> uh, so we've got uh, 10 confirmed houses with names, which you can make your own uh, judgment from the names when they come out. We have six rides possibly confirmed. For the opening, and one scur zone. I don't know if you noticed that. Oh no, I didn't. Yeah, there's one scur zone that's been. Uh, oh, so it has. So don't forget, guys. What we're talking about now is still speculation until confirmed by Halloween Horror Nights. But we have ten houses, and I'm going to start with A through to J because I think. No, I'll tell you what. I'm going to do it the other way around. What do you reckon? What the one the one I'm not looking forward to because the rest of them I am. Yeah, we'll start the we'll start at the bottom and work our way up. <laughs> or <laughs> it, instead of it being A to J, we'll do J to A. So the first one is coming through as Billy Eilish House. Yes, well, let's get this one thing straight. It's not that I'm not, you know, I'm not being totally negative. It's just that I'm not a big fan of Billy Eilish. I don't really know much about her, so it's not that I think it's going to be rubbish, it's that I don't really know anything about her herself to get overexcited. Yeah, well, I'm guessing it's going me, to be I, her music. To be honest, mate, uh, the thing is with me, with this, I wouldn't even have a clue. Uh, I know her name. I roughly know what she looks like. I've never heard one of her songs before. So it could be that sleeper house. We always have a sleeper house at Halloween Horror Nights. This could be it. Hillbilly Deluxe works as a scare zone, so you never know. I'll definitely yeah. be doing it. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll, like I said, we'll go backwards. Uh, next one is Beetlejuice. Right, as you know, I'm new to Halloween Horror Nights. Before I say anything, has Beetlejuice ever been done before as a house? No. Beetlejuice has so, been in a show. Uh, he was part of the Rocky Horror Picture Show, I think. Uh, I think he's made a few appearances on Bill and Ted, I think. But no, he's never had a house, he's never had a scare zone, he's just been there thereabouts. And obviously he's there during the day as well. So, so as a universal um, homeboy, as I like to call him now then, um, I think this has been utter madness that he's never had anything like this before. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm so happy it's there now. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because the, the things they could do with this house, you could have the desert part, you could be in the the office. There's, there's so many different things. There's so many possibilities, especially with the puppets as well they could do. it's Yeah. Because obviously this we're in a, we're going to be in a pre-COVID Halloween Horror Nights. There's going to be... Ooh, you said the word. I know, but it's I'm saying it pre though, so it's not real. Hopefully. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to keep using my hopefully lately. Yeah. But um, obviously, we know that there's going to be less scare actors than usual. So this could be perfect for puppets and props as a house. So I think that would work. Yeah, definitely. I think you're absolutely correct on that one. Yeah. The next one is The Haunting of Hill House. Um, I'll start off straight away with this one. I need to do some research because I've never watched a single episode of it. And Julie would kill me. She, she actually really enjoyed it. It's one of them shows on Netflix. If you've not watched it, um, they can be. It, it's a continuous story, and 
you've literally got to watch right to the very last episode and it's very clever how it links so many different episodes back into it and it just blows your mind for a few seconds like oh my god now i get that so it's yeah. not one of them you know like oh god that's amazing that's amazing it's 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 gross every episode it's more exciting um i'll have to do some research on that one i would say on this one as well this would be the one like a ghostbusters type of thing with all the tricks they can do yeah but obviously more scary so yeah again you wouldn't need a scare actors near you yet again what's good but you could use the hologram tricks a lot of lighting tricks in this one and if we go by the mansion if you see that i think we're going to have some absolutely amazing visual effects for this one as well yeah uh moving on to the next one um this is a, this is definitely an original i think this has come definitely. completely out of left field because i've never heard i've never seen any rumors of this at all uh is it manic is it mannequin? It's mannequin, isn't it? It's mannequin theatre. Yeah. So, um, this is as long as it's not dolls, I'll be all right. It's dolls. That's what mannequins are. And I think no, this is mannequins all... don't have heads. Yes, but they can still that be still dull bodies. And I think this is all down to that disgusting thing I will not talk about. Right. Yeah. But I think this well, is more, yet again, not so many scare actors, mm. but visually you can build this one out to look mm. amazing again. Like you, put, like you probably understand, we, 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 with, the, with these houses that are originals, we, we have no clue. Universal does do an amazing job on these, these originals. So we can speculate as much as we want with these houses. It can be completely different to what we think. So... Well, have you ever watched Doctor Who? Because I think Christopher Eccleston's first ever episode was with um, Billy Piper, obviously. Um, it was with Killer Mannequins, so... Yeah, could be. Could be. So, uh, another original that's on the list is... Literally, the name is, at the moment, Pumpkin Original. That's clearly not going to be his final name. No, but um, we've had a few names of Pumpkin King, uh, Pumpkin Queen, Pumpkin Patch... There's all sorts of names falling around. Put it this way, I think there's going to be an orange in it. <laughs> yes. I, I think a lot of people might get excited also for a certain character from a movie. What was that Halloween Horror Nights couple of years back? I can't, I honestly can't see that happening. Now I can't remember his name. All of a sudden people will be shouting down as we speak. What are you about? I'm but you know the um, house had a couple of years ago with um, I can't remember the Halloween movie it was for um, with the little dudes with the um, little Halloween dude with the um, lollies oh, and trick or treat. That's it, trick or treat. That's it, isn't yeah, it? That's the one. Yeah, but... Sorry, people yeah. shouting at me. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it won't have anything to do with that. Wouldn't it be an original? Because trick or treat was a an IP. But following now, now we're getting to the. Uh, Oh, I've lost it. Now we're getting to the nitty-gritty ones. These are the ones I'm really looking forward to. Can't really say much more than Anniversary House. It's 30 years. I think this one's come up and replaced the one that was Dungeons of Terror on the other map, I think. Possibly. I'm kind of confused because obviously the house we got afterwards as well. Yeah, well, the anniversary... sort of mix in together. It would make sense though, because the anniversary house is will be a mixture, probably a, a, a room from each. A bit like um, Monster, is it uh, the Jack one, Mayhem one that he did in '25, where they just picked out they picked rooms from each uh, from different it's, years. I think that's what it's that, yeah, but like. that that was yeah, but well, I'll get to it in a minute. What I mean, but obviously the next house afterwards, that's yeah. why it kind of confuses me why they'd both be there. Well, these concepts outside of the icons, you've got like you've got the the story of like uh, scurvy tales, um, swords and steam, psycho uh, right, oh, yeah. nightingales. Uh, what if you? Uh, what was that? Um, Alice in Wonderland three D thing. That that were loads of different houses inside it. You know, different sections, different the different right. uh, stories that are not actual. Like we've as fans, we class these houses as icons, but they're not actually a physical icon which 
obviously leads on to the next house to put Halloween Horror Nights icons. So, and for me, this would be interesting because the only icon I've ever had the chance to see, unfortunately, was Chance. So, to get to possibly see the rest, yeah, yeah, so yeah, for me, possibly seeing all the others would be probably the most exciting thing for me because learning about them, but you know, not being able to actually physically see them has been pretty hard. If if this does come to fruition, I really hope they do bring in. Um, Bloody Murray because that was my first icon I saw in 2008 and obviously these stupid rights that they came up against with these, with these people it kind of messed up um, messed up legalisations with it but it would be nice to get all the icons back So would the icon house then be pretty much like Universal Monsters last year when they all get their own yeah. little section again? Probably that's what I would. That's what I would put it down. Because then you've got you've got Lady Luck, you've got the director, you've got the usher. But what's confusing me a little bit more is the next one, um, bedtime stories. Because to me, that's screaming storyteller. To me, maybe they can't fit more into one house and they're trying to space them out a bit more. Mm. What three houses in a row then would make a bit more sense instead of giving them all a very small section in one house. You could, could spread them out between three houses. What I think, I personally think they would all deserve more to give them more, you know, look, thank you. Here they are again. And give people more things instead of rushing through every little bit and do like, Oh, there it is. And there it's gone. Yeah. Yeah, it could do. But we'll see. But um, the bedtime stories could be even something to the Terror Queen. Cause if you don't know the story, of Halloween Horror Night 16, I won't go into it too much, but um, marketing, I think it was it, marketing wanted the storyteller and the um, not my, uh, the creative team came up with the Terror Queen and they okay. couldn't work together, so it, they ended up the store, that's where the storyteller was built or brought in or something. Uh, on to the second to last house, we have one that this has come out of left field for me because well, I only heard I, it a couple of weeks ago. I also talked about to you about it, and you were very skeptical to me when I yeah. brought it up because I, I haven't heard any rumours about it at all until maybe a week and a half, two weeks ago, and it's the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Which, this is interesting. It should be the most bloody scariest one, I'm guessing. Yeah. Well, um, all in all, all I'll say is if you know your history. I think we need a better door than the last one because the door kept breaking. Oh dear. Because <laughs> when you got a six foot, I think he's six, the guy who was behind it was six foot six. Uh, I don't know his size, but of some of the videos I've seen, he gave that door some help when he slammed it. And I heard that every day it broke. <laughs> they literally was coming off the hinges nearly every day because they kept slamming it that hard, it kept breaking. So hopefully, if that house is coming, uh, the get a better house, a better door, so it doesn't break. And the final house on the list is Universal Monsters, The Brides, with an S. Yeah, no, if she screams anything like last year's one, I think I might have to wear earbuds in this one. But that's what I'm saying. People are still saying The Bride, and I'm seeing The Brides with an S. I'm thinking what they went to originally, they're going to bring all the female classic Universal Monsters in. Okay, uh, right, and uh, so what are some of these classic female monsters? Well, you've got obviously the Bride of Frankenstein, you've got the I think there's um Dracula's wife, you know, you know, something you might even see Morticia Adams, you never know, <laughs> <laughs> but you don't know, I don't know, honestly, mate. It's this, it's to have one put. That's what I mean. I'm in two minds. Uh, I, I know what the problem is, mate. We've got to a time of year, usually when we start having announcements. Yeah. And, and we've got nothing. Yeah. yeah it's, it's pretty hard to anybody, unless they've got the inside knowledge, it's literally impossible for anybody to know yeah. 100% what they're going to be. Yeah. Well, we've, like I said, we've got, we've got a possibility of five scur zones, one on the map saying what it is. But before we do that, I'll just go into the um, shows they've got down for Academy of Villains and a Lagoon show again. 
Academy yeah. of Villains to me is like English Marmite. You either love it or hate it. Yeah, still, never, I'm probably going to piss a lot of people off here, but I have never seen a single show of Academy of Villains. I've seen two. I saw one when mm. they had it on the old stage and the one when they've moved it to Fear Factor. Personally, I enjoyed it when you stood there. You didn't have to be there straight away or something. Yeah. I preferred it just being one of them shows where, oh, it's here and watching it instead of being physically sat down and saying, right, you're in here for 30 minutes. You're not moving. You've got to watch this. Mm. I just always preferred it being outside for people to say, oh, look at this. And, yeah. you know, just instead of sitting inside with it, I just think it's a that type of show. I, always, I know um, Boston White, she's a very big fan of it. So, yeah, there's quite a lot of people. There's a, there's a lot of fans of it. Um, it's just, I think I'm too old for it. It's just not my cup of tea. I've just never been a dance person. You've heard the saying mm. of two left feet. I might as well just be no feet <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, I am the worst dancer on the planet. Um, I've got to say the Lagoon show though, mate. Um, that excites me because last year I think that blew almost every fan away how good it was. Yeah, yeah. So with with all the shows and everything announced, we have got, like I said, we've got one Scur Zone and the Scur Zone is coming through as Creep Show. Interesting one. Yeah. Because um, it could have easily worked as a house as well. We have, we do believe uh he, the guy who created Creepshow let it slip early on in the month, saying he's working yes. with Universal. He's actually working with Universal, Universal Orlando. Orlando. So, um, the, on the speculation map, it's got it down as a scur zone, but it could easily be a house. We don't know because he had a house at Halloween at um, Hollywood last year. So, the only reason I think it could be a house is just that Billy Irish one. I'm not sure what you. As I said, because I'm just not a massive fan, could they use Billy Irish's type of music and um, mesh it together? We don't know. That's what I mean. We, we, we never actually know what's going to be happening. But we'll, we'll obviously, hope, fingers crossed, we'll find out in the next few weeks. But this is, I, I, I'm going to mention this because I mentioned, I think I mentioned it last time we did a speculation match. Yeah. Um, it's the attractions. Again. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm looking right now. Again, um, Fast and Furious is not listed as being open for the third time and to me that suggests that that extended queue which never actually used by the way uh what could be potentially a house location i know you're thinking a house but yeah again that horrible word that i not, may not say if the mask is still implemented could that be now getting changed more like an area where people can go and rest and take their mask off for a few minutes maybe as it well. It could be, it could be, but think about this as well. That second to last house of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That's a big one. It's got chainsaws. Them chainsaws need ventilation. That extended queue that never gets used is nearly, I'd say, 95% the only problem outside. Is if you look at the map, where it is. It's exactly where the uh, disaster queue was. What, used B, to use that what, what Tesco Chainsaw, I thought that was more near Rip Rocket, wasn't it? No, it is on there, but that is on the map, yeah. yes. But what I'm saying is if they do use the Fast and Furious queue, which is some of most of it's outdoor, you've got the possibility to use the, Texas, the, the chainsaws. Is there a possibility the... they're thinking of making a scare zone bigger as well? They could be. No rides. I don't know. We, we like I say, we, st we still don't know. But it has got the Simpsons being open, and that's usually only a part-time ride. Uh, but obviously, it's got Billy. It's got the Billy Eilish house in the middle of the end of the parade bit, uh, route as well. So, ticket is what it is, guys. It's um, it's nice to get some information out there for a change because we like we're doing. We're all just uh, speculating about everything. I have I have a feeling very soon this. There's going to be announcements, so they can't hold them back much longer. No, like I'm saying, you can, you can, you can buy your Bogo ticket for the US and UK people, and in the UK, you can still buy the Frequent Fear Plus ticket, which gets you in the first weekend, every Sunday through Friday, and I believe the final weekend for one price. So to me, that's saying that the um, Oh, what are they called? The multi-day tickets are coming back. 
to me because I don't think they'll be selling up stores in the UK and not to the US because I do uh, I'm not going to mention any names but, but it has, has someone someone has bought the ticket from the UK had it shipped over to the US and they've just gone and collected it and it's is the frequent fear plus ticket with all the t- ticket dates on it yeah I would say as well, I've, I've said to you many times myself I think it'd be um, absolutely stupid to get rid of all of the fear passes they might get rid of some of them and I think they're yeah. going to put the price up but um I think it's it's not it's it's hard to explain to a lot of people. It's not always about the ticket price what makes the money for the event. It's about people who are inside now. If it's locals, you want to get them in as much as possible because yeah. they're going to be buying alcohol, all the food treats, and what they all love out there. And that's where I post, well, we all think it's got to be. That's where the money comes from. Really yeah, for the event, definitely. Obviously, they, they they make the money on the single day tickets a lot more money on the single day tickets. They make a lot of money on the express passes, especially if you're buying a single day one. Um, but if you're a annual pass holder or you're a regular and you buy one of these frequent fear tickets, at example, I'll just say one hundred and fifty dollars, which don't quote me because I'll I'll get shot if I am. But if it's one hundred and fifty dollars and you get to go fifteen times, it's ten dollars a night. And then you are going to spend more than you originally anticipated when you go, because you're going to buy a few beers, you're going to buy a bit of something to eat, you're going to buy a bit of merchandise before you realise it's fifty dollars every time you've got. That's about to say Universal. the cheapest. The cheapest your beer is twenty five dollars a night. Yeah, a couple of drinks and that's it. But you add food into it, a couple of drinks, you you you'll easily spend forty fifty dollars. So that's what Universal are bank, uh, banking on. Uh, I think the banking on a lot of the UK people coming over. Fingers crossed we do because uh, I think off the what was it the twenty five percent of of the sales in September October are from the UK. Something I didn't know how much that was. Um, well, I've heard yeah. it, I, I, I did hear it on another podcast that the, the UK make up twenty five percent of the. Uh, ticket sales, whether it's twenty five percent of each night or twenty five percent of the whole event, I don't know, yeah. but it's still a lot. It's still a lot of a lot of British people going over. So we'll see. We we don't know the full story of everything yet. But like we've said earlier on in the part before this, if you need any information, contact Wendy. If you're over there, she'll sort you out with what you need. Um, Simon, should we tell everybody if they're wondering why it's just you and me again? Yeah, um, we've not officially said it yet, but now we're going to say it. Craig is taking a back seat for a little bit. He's um, decided to step away from Orlando for a while. He may come back. He may pop on for trip reports now and then. But he's he left. still helps. He obviously yeah. arms out Wendy for us. So thank yeah, you, Craig. Wendy. He's, still, he's still working behind the scenes. He's yep. just not going to be uh, coming in your ears, as I say in both. Pardon? <laughs> if, you, if if anyone up north or from Bolton listens to this you'll know exactly what I mean mm, so what you're saying you come in each other's ears up north okay no it's coming <laughs> in your ears surely <laughs> FM 98.5 um, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll other radio copyright. stations yeah other radio stations are out there no I just hope we don't get a copyright strike from Peter K for that one because he will kill me <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah it's taking a bit it's taking a bit of a, uh, a break uh, it's just gonna be me and the P- P- uh, was it PG and Simon? That's what we're calling ourselves for a bit. Uh, we're gonna the get poor version many, of Antidek. Yeah, we're gonna get we're gonna get as many guests on as we can. We've got one lined up. I will be contacting you soon. You know who you are. Don't worry about you. We we are, we haven't forgot about you. We'll definitely get you on. Um, and that's really it for me. Anything from you, Phil? Again? Um, no. Say so, um. It's hard just trying to tell people what's going on, what's coming back home, because the time this comes out, it's just literally changing all the time right now. So the yeah. best way, to, if, if you're planning to have a holiday, if you're from America or the UK, you may make it out there. But um, if you are going, uh, the best way to find out really what's going on is just literally looking online right now. And, yeah. You know, keeping an eye because things change, things are opening, things are shutting, opening, shutting, you know, yeah. day by day now. Um, people, um, places are changing their minds 
So it's, I sometimes think when I hear a podcast, I thought, well, that's pretty old news and that's actually kind of wrong now. So it's probably not best to tell people what's opening and yeah, what's we, 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 opened. That's, that's what we was doing before. And yeah. we put a podcast out and then two days later it changed again. And then we ended up putting, I think we put three out in the space of a week, didn't we? So yeah, to try we, and we, keep we, up we thought we, we, don't, we don't want to bore you that much, so we're just going to give you a general one. Uh, but we are, we're still here, we're not disappeared. And Yet. <laughs> if, you <do> need to, <laughs> if you do need to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter uh, at Molando Pod. You can contact us on email, uh, Molando Podcast at gmail.com. I'm saying that because I've not looked at it for a while. Uh, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so anyway, I'll open it up right now. Uh, I, I, I usually, when I do all this recording, I'm usually on my phone. I'm on my phone. Yeah, molandopodcast.gmail.com. All at the moment, all we're getting is uh, Twitter notifications. So, And we are going to try and be more involved with Twitter. Oh, before I go anywhere, I promised my Facebook group a competition, didn't I? For, oh, yeah, and yes i nearly forgot and i basically the competition is i'm going to be staying myself if travel permits um uh, universal end of summer surf saga resort again and i've promised members of my um facebook group universal endless summers resort Surfside and dockside in uh, resorts fp um, if you could put that in the show, show notes if anybody wants to join. But um, uh, I'll put a link into it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So what the competition is pretty much is I'm going to be saying a magical word over the next two podcasts. Once you've done that, if you could just... I can't remember how I said I think I asked people to email us, haven't I? Uh, so we, I think you did, yeah. I can't. I'm sure that's why I said it. Um, but anyway, people, in the, if you join the group, people I'll also give the option... Of um, you know, I'll remind everyone in the group about it as well. Um, the question was, as I'm rambling on, is yeah. I'm going to do a special word for the next two podcasts. All you have to do is email us on morlandopodcast at gmail.com, say you're from the group and the magic word. So for this one, I'm just gonna, um, I'm not too sure what word to use. That's the weird thing with me because I come out of left field, me deciding to do this. So I'm um, Simon, I'll tell you what. Think of a word, anything to do with Orlando, and we'll use that. Uh, Put you in the spot. <laughs> yeah. Iconic. Iconic. There we go. So that's the word for this episode. And then obviously the episode afterwards, that will, we will have a word we will think up beforehand and sound a bit more professional. <laughs> well, <laughs> if, when we become professional on here, is the day I start sucking eggs. <laughs> but um, I'm just writing down that so I don't forget it. <laughs> but it's, no. Sorry, it's got me thinking of the WWE female tag team. Iconic! <laughs> <laughs> it was, I don't know why it just popped in my head then. But yeah, so um, do your usual stuff, guys. If if you like what you're listening to, you can give us a five star review. We have on, um, on iTunes. Oh, it's Apple Podcast now, isn't it? I'm still not with these times. But any podcast, whatever, yeah, whatever I think podcast it's, like, it's, it's Apple use. Podcasts. It is Apple Podcasts now, and I don't even yeah, use if it. You, if you go to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review. Leave us a nice little comment. And we might, if, if we do get some nice comments, we might read them out for you as well. We might, uh... yeah, also, um, anybody who's got Twitter, um, if you listen to the podcast, I'm quite interested to know where you listen to us. Well, you know, So just you know, tweet us, and yeah. we'll try and read them out in the podcast as well. Yeah, if you want a little shout-out, Contact us just anywhere, email, Twitter. Go into the After That Podcast Army group and mention you want to shout out on Orlando, we'll spot it. And that's it, guys. So, who said it last time? Was it me or you? It was me. I best say it this time, then, not I? Cue the music. Is that supposed to stop? Just a good old boy, never meaning no harm. Beats all you never saw, been in trouble with the law since the day they was born. Straightening the curves, flattening the hills, 
someday the mountain might get them, but the law never will. Making their way. That's just a little bit more than the normal life. Just a good old boy. They wouldn't change if they could. Fighting the system like a two modern day Robin Hood. Yeah.